On this episode 303 of the 365 Message Center show, we'll be able to rate and review Teams applications. That's going to be fun. <laughs> um, Viva Connections gets an update to the top news card. We'll have a few more options there to draw attention to top news. And for our top news, something's coming to Windows that might pilot and have something to do with AI and made a little, made a little stir last week. Roll it. Absolutely. Welcome, everyone, to episode 303. Welcome, Daniel. Welcome, Daryl. So You're supposed to, to reciprocate. Oh, my goodness. There's a gap there I'm going to have to cut out for our oh, audience. Oh, man. Uh, yes. Welcome, uh, everyone. We uh, were just as excited and then maybe not so much. I don't know. It depends on how you look at it on some news this past week with Copilot and and such. So we'll be able to talk about some of that this uh, go around. Mm -hmm. uh, but first, why don't you go ahead and smash that subscribe button, hit that little bell so you can be reminded about the episodes when we release them here on YouTube. Um, subscribe to, of course, the podcast on wherever you find audio podcasts because we're on all of them. Um, so make sure you give us a, a rating and we'll be talking about ratings and teams in a little bit, but give us a rating on the podcast. Um, so other people can find us, give us a thumbs up here in, in, uh, YouTube. So we'd, we'd greatly appreciate that. All those things. Thank oh. you too, for those who do and those who are, and those who engage and reply and give us the right to reply. <laughs> no, can I, yeah, I, I had some great conversations with people about the show uh, this past week. And Where I, were you? I was at a conference called Tech TEC and uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, in the United of States, and uh, have some great conversations. The I enjoy getting different perspectives. This conference is more so toward mm. IT pros and, and the like. And so, um, it, it was good. It was a good time. But one thing that I do feel like uh, or I, that I do really enjoy is having conversations with people, wh whether it's through, you know, comments on YouTube. Uh, we get quite a few of those um, t uh, tweets or whatever they're called now, um, whatever, in link LinkedIn, having conversations around these messages and how it's affecting you and what your thoughts are. We'd love to engage with you and, and um, you know, really have those conversations because uh, while yeah. we have a lot of experience with different organizations in our careers, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean it's what's happening for you. And so we'd love to have your perspective as well. Because it's always changing. Always, and that's what this show is all about: trying to keep us up with change, or at least mm -hmm. indeed us up with change. And you're along for the ride. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, Daniel, let's um, jump into it, sir. Yeah, what what what's the top news? But but not the top news. Well, let's let's talk about the top news, but not top news. Viva mm. Connections top news in quotes card updated to include more news. Sources, options, no, source, options. It's MC676544. <laughs> so if you're familiar with the dashboard cards, so Viva Connections dashboard cards, 
the top am, news yeah. one, it's pretty straightforward. It shows the top news. And, you know, when you think about top news in an organization, in SharePoint, you're, you're thinking about that organizational news, which is, you know, that home uh, site uh, that you have where you're publishing news. Um, so it, question. That, yeah, oh, how do you know what 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 is it choosing? Um, how is it choosing top news? Well, it's top. You know, it's like the very, very top. The first thing in the list. You know, uh, well, yes, basically the of the top news of those things that are promoted or uh, that are organizational mm. news. It is the top one, and then uh, and then you can get, see the other ones when you click on it. Come on, man. Aren't you familiar with this? I just, I just wondered. I, I kind of am, but I mean, the that card just seemed to be quite benign, and it does sometimes just gave a different result to even the 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 feed, the da- the the Viva feed, right? It's right. Just like how how did we get this thing when we're getting this other thing over here? So this update is kind of helping us with this. Is not yeah. only are we going to be doing you know a top news but we're going to be able to have additional sources for that top news so you're going to be able to have a a top news a a news about this part of the company or that part of the company you know so Mm -hmm. you can highlight the different sources um so you can have multiple instances of top news in your dashboard and then be able to you know have those configured to say I want it from this maybe HR. That's a big mm. one, oftentimes in organizations. So if HR has, um, or or corporate comms has, or benefits, you know, whatever, um, then you can have those news from those sites be in that particular card, and then you know have it uh, have another card for maybe you have your CEO has a site where he or she or their assistant publishes news items, you know, publishes items to, you know, give updates every month or something that that could be another one. Right. So Hmm. um, this is uh, rolling out in a way that, you know, if you have, you're using the top news card, it's not going to interfere whatsoever. Um, And then, so then you can go in and, and add more and, you know, pull from news from those different sides. So, hmm. um, I like, I do like Daryl, how you raised your hand for those on auto podcast. He, he raised his hand, but instead of waiting on me to call on him, he interrupted me. He raised his hand yeah. and said, excuse me, like, no, well do one or the other, right? Raise your hand and wait or interrupt and, you know, <laughs> talk, but you don't do both, right? Try to be polite, but but not okay yes anyway i'm sorry <clears throat> and that was the news yes yeah, so this is rolling out mid-october and will be completed by late october so they're going to do it pretty quick here coming next month so I'm, I'm looking forward to it more options but again it won't break what you're already using it for so i like okay that. how would you rate it how would you rate it um I, I would rate this a uh four stars i haven't seen it yet but I think it's a great idea, but what I another great idea is being able to rate the apps that I use in Microsoft Teams. Can we do that, Daryl? 
Well, you will be able to, Daniel. Great. Funny you should say that. Ratings and reviews of apps on Teams now, oh, now available. Huh. Hang on. This is confusing. In the, in the typical way. It's now available, but it's not. Um, let me just, while we're in that thread, number, MC676296, but let's get back to the now available. When will this happen? Standard release will be rolling out mid-October. Expect to be complete rolling out late October. Just so we got that out of the way. Well, no, if, you, now if you're reading yet. this in mid-October, hmm. then it would be now available. So they're just preparing right. for the future. Okay. Okay, yeah, the the clock is right twice, two times a day or something. That's right two times a year. I don't know. A I broken don't know. I don't clock is right twice. <sighs> what is this update? Uh, there's there's a place we go to get our apps from Teams, and we currently open them and check them out and see the description. We try stuff out. Microsoft apps, third party apps. Uh, but we don't really have a way of rating, letting people know if this was, yeah, this was this was top-notch. This was good. This actually was quite helpful. Found this great. Nowhere to make a comment. That's what's been added. So uh, I think that's going to help with finding apps that are, that are helpful rather than just depending on something bubbling to the top because of some, I don't know, is it, is it an algorithm or is it just, this is what we want to promote at the moment in, in the App Store. Uh, I think, no, I can't even speak to that experience, um, how things get there at the moment. But one would hope that with ratings and with, with comments that it's going to help us to evaluate, is this something that would be you know, good to use for my team? I think, Daniel, with, with a lot of these apps that we do tend to install, it's it's an extension of something that's already out there that we might already be using or investigating. Right. One good example for me is Miro. Use that as an interactive whiteboard. I installed the app because I wanted to bring the Miro board into a meeting experience, not because I went through the catalog and found it and someone rated it and talked about it. Right. But put the two together, uh, that may help the story. So we've already talked about when it's going to be rolled out. <laughs> yeah, no, and um, I, and I think for... I think for this, it is maybe it will help with that. What you were just talking about, you you go hmm. through and you're looking at them like, I don't know what these things are, right? So yeah, so maybe we're going in there and try to grab what we already know and just want to be part of teams. Well, what hmm. if we could discover some things that would actually enhance our day to day working, our digital workplace? But we'd already yep. know about it. But what if it's highly rated and and people are posting, "Hey, this is great. This saves me time. This really mm. enables me to get, you know, blah blah blah." Maybe that would help. Uh, so, you know, maybe it will transition that because I agree with you. It's mostly mm. go in there and find the thing. Is there an app for the thing I use outside of Teams so I can bring it in? Yeah. We did wonder when we we're preparing for the show if there's going to be a, a right of reply for. The, actually, there is, isn't there? There is. You, the the vendor will be able to um, also put something on the yeah. rate, not the review. The review. Mm. For the review. And I, th I think, you know, this is one of those kind of areas where, you know, you, you, I hope it won't be abused. 
right? Because yeah. you can give these reviews and it, and it, and it be authentic. Hey, I had a terrible experience with this. It kept crashing or it, yep. it, it's only about half of the functionality of the regular app that's in the, you know, that I use in the web, rather, you know, so it's not the whole thing or, or whatever. I mean, that there could be legitimate mm. there, but in this kind of scenario, I, I can see a path of, I provide legitimate, the app maker comes and says, this is not legitimate because of these reasons. And that's it, right? That's the end of, it's not like you can have back and forth in this. It's just, no, that's what it is. And so me yeah. as a consumer, I go and look at that review and go, oh, it's not everything, but they say it is now. So who do I believe now? Uh, hmm. I don't. It's the nature of the beast. You know, it's just, that's kind of the way it is. Uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see how this goes and will this yeah. improve? Because I feel like, uh, and this happened in the SharePoint app store where people put out these apps that were focused on one or two kind of specific mm -hmm. functionality and then sometimes didn't update it. And so even though you could get it, it wouldn't work anymore. And mm. so it'd be nice to have, has some reviews to say, Hey, this, this doesn't work anymore. Don't buy it. You know, don't spend your money because it's not going to work for you. Um, yeah. You know, this is when it was last updated. Right. <laughs> mm. So, uh, well, maybe Daniel, um, you might write this review using the help of AI. I don't know. Could do, but I, I want to hear about, um, that expanding story. Oh, you do. Well, uh, there was a, a little event last week that probably would help with that if you'd, if you'd watch that, but that's not what this is specifically about this message, expanding our AI capabilities to meet the everyday needs of people and business. And if that doesn't sound like marketing, I don't know what does MC six, seven, six, two, three, seven. So this is, this is talking about the general kind of announcement here of Copilot coming to Windows and the, how this experience is going to roll out. Um, and so we won't talk too much about, you know, the message is right there. And it's it's actually not a whole lot of information other than mm -hmm. it it is the being rolled out gradually beginning with this preview of Copilot in Windows uh, in the September 26 optional preview update for Windows 11. Now, th I mean, that's a big one, and it's kind of a delineation. If you're still on Windows 10, you're not going to be using Copilot in Windows. Uh, they're not bringing it to Windows 10, only Windows 11. I mean, that's that's all I've heard. Now, have I heard a definitive, it's never going to Windows 10? I don't know that I've ever heard that publicly uh, or even privately. But mm. all I'm hearing them talk about is Windows 11, which makes sense. Uh, Windows 11 is their current flagship Windows, you know, operating system. Um, so it now you can, you know, limit this, uh, you know, as, as an administrator, if you want to. Uh, so you can you can do that kind of limiting thing, I think, for these optional updates. Um, now, it kind of thinking about and going to more of a broader view there was a an event last week at the end of the week that was talking about um 
it was it was kind of like a devices type of event that Microsoft had, uh, but they talked about Windows and talked about um, Copilot very much. So that was part of that. Hmm. And I think uh, Edge, you know, is a big one that you know they're talking about integrating Copilot and Edge, and that's part of this announcement too. Um, so if you haven't caught on, Microsoft has a theme of Copilot uh, this year, and uh, <laughs> uh, so there, there's only one Copilot, but there's many. Uh, it's kind of like the that uh, OneDrive. <laughs> but it's kind of like that that cat Schrodinger's cat, you know, with um, you know. Uh, Schrodinger's Copilot. Yes, Schrodinger's <laughs> Copilot. Um, I asked so, you a question, and the answer is yes and no at the same no. time. So you, if you look in the box, you know. Anyway, um, so what what did you think? What do you think about this, Daryl? What do you think about you know this one copilot, but there's many. That's still a little confusing to me. Um, you know, needs and, work. Needs work. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, good. Good that it, well. At one point, there was talk of there being many, many co-pilots. And, you know, you could look at it that way, that it's across all kinds of different products and places. And wherever it is, it's focused on that context, and it will Mm -hmm. deliver up certain things to help you with the tasks you would perform in that application. Um, But, you know, my hope would be that we see something that, brings it all together and it doesn't matter where you are, you're going to use Copilot like you would Jarvis <laughs> when Iron Man used Jarvis wherever he was from right. whatever he was doing. Um, not that he was in the workshop and he couldn't order a pizza. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think it is still confusing because you've got Copilot, Microsoft Copilot, Microsoft 365 Copilot. Which one's the one that's in Windows? Is it just Copilot? The Copilot. Oh, the, the Copilot. I don't know. The one that sees what you're typing in Word and says, oh, I'm going to highlight this text. And I see, you, you, do you want help with that? I'm not just going to open down here. I'm going to open the full pane I don't, I don't know. and give you lots of options. Uh, you know, um, what I'd like to do, though, is rename Copilot. Th- this, what? I think, is when we need to rename our Copilots. Um, okay, and uh, I the number one rename has to be Clippy. I think, I think we that would be mine anyway. Like, as soon as I can rename Copilot, it'll be Clippy. Um, I see you're type, writing a document about this. Would you like some help with that? Um, so mm-hmm. I think it would be amazing. But no, I mean, I feel like myself. I'm I'm very excited. About you know Copilot and what it can do, um, but you know I really need to get my hands on it to see how it's going to save me time and energy and money and uh, make me more efficient. And until I can mm. do that and get my hands on and it and really help me and integrate with what I'm doing, it you know I think it's going to be uh, it's just going to be difficult. And and I think that's to understand it to realize that potential and. And I think that's going to be hard for a lot of organizations, you know, to, to sign up for this and without knowing how is it actually going to help, uh, mm. you know, real, real mm. terms rather than, Hey, you know, 
things like demo of you know create a document based upon that other document but for this client okay great um you know cool but i could go and make a copy of that document and do find replace right and it would replace one name with another now i would hope it's better than that and would go beyond that but you know there's going to have to be more complex and more um it's going to have to be more than what we're seeing, I think, for an organization to buy into it. And and mm-hmm. this one, though, with bringing Copilot into Windows, how is it going to help me in Windows, right? In Edge, right? So how is it going to help me in, in reality? And and I think that's mm. – I think it will. I'm not p- throwing, you know, doubt on that. I'm just saying I don't know yet. And until I can actually use it. Uh, which means maybe I'll have to pay for it, but until I use it, I'm yep. not sure how. Hmm. Fair comment. We're, you know? We've seen buzz videos and <laughs> demos, early demos. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are partners, people on the early access program that, that know how this is progressing. Uh, I think the last thing I'd say about this is they've set a date, and Indeed. there's going to be... A lot of people working pretty hard to make sure certain things are working. Um, no, I don't expect them to deliver on the full roadmap and what we've seen, but they'll have to launch with something that delivers value early. So, Indeed. Yeah, interesting to see. You know, what I would like for Copilot to do is help me with my meeting experience. But uh, until we get that, until we get Copilot you know, running meetings for us, uh, and and attending for us, see that would be even better. Um, maybe I'm just maybe we can just, what that'd be like. That'd be amazing. Maybe we can get a would simplified it, join experience. Maybe maybe it would do what I did earlier, and it'd just raise its hand and then go right. Moving on to the next item, and it'll cut right over people. That's right. That's right. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Um, right, so simplifying the meeting join experience on Teams Mobile MC six seven five eight one three. How many? I mean, I join a few meetings from mobile uh, at a pinch. Sometimes it is because my desktop experience isn't turned on yet, and I need to hurriedly join that meeting as I'm walking along the street before I get into the office. Uh, other times, I just uh, don't want to go to my desk. Maybe it's early in the morning and I want to just attend from where I am, eating breakfast, video off. But this experience isn't always consistent or easy. Um, and there's a few scenarios around that. They're trying to improve it for iOS and Android teams across both experiences. But first of all, streamlining the join process by reducing the number of steps it takes to join. Uh, actually, with all of these three examples, it would be great if we saw some pictures to kind of understand what this will be like no and kidding. what steps <laughs> are going to be there. You know, um, Particularly for users joining from external Dernal organizations, I think, is what the message is trying to say. It looks a little, the language is a bit mixed up there. But, yeah, when you do join a meeting and you're someone who's not from an organization, maybe you've got the Teams app on your mobile, um, let's just say, yeah, it's a, it's a bit difficult. Um, I kind of, if I jump to number three in the list there, related to that, uh, that switching experience of sometimes you do want to go into the tenant where you are the guest to attend this meeting Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're forced in that direction when you're joining from a Teams mobile 
Um, and you're like, come on, come on, just switch, just switch. Okay, we're here now. We're joining, we're joining. Uh, oh, okay. Crash app, go mm-hmm. back in, try it. You know, sometimes it, it is like that. So uh, it's good to, good, good to hear that they're trying to improve that. Um, number two, the item that was number two is formerly known as two, but now three, thanks to me. Uh, users who join without signing in, your anonymous um, joiners who uh, they won't necessarily do it from the Teams mobile app. Maybe some of them will download it, but I think a lot of them tend to join from a web browser, mm-hmm. uh, which you can do quite well from the Teams premium, um, what is it called, like appointment queuing joining mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good focus. But as as a rating, if we're going to talk about ratings in this this episode, <laughs> I would rate this message a two and a half. Yeah. I want images. I want a bit more detail. Uh-huh. There's a roadmap item. There's some dates, but yeah, it's it's a it's a bit light. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and- Standard release. Oh, begin begin uh, mid October. Expect mm-hmm. to be complete mid November. I didn't mean to cut you off, sir. Um, I didn't raise my hand and then interrupt. Well, you know, I need you to, did, I but need like to... you had this little little dude on the screen with a little hand and <laughs> never mind. No, I um I think the you're right. Some of those examples you gave of how you're joining and and everything, I think um, you know simplifying that experience for you anything that's simplifying joining a meeting like that is going to be is going to be a winner uh you know because the if it's complicated then uh you're not going to win you're not going to win against other products nor are you going to win over that user so i think Mm. it's i think it's good we're often joining from our mobiles because we didn't get time to get to that full experience on our desktop so we need it to be snappy we don't want to be Clunkety clunk clunk. Um, last message, Daniel. Um, serve it up yourself, right? It's it's over to you. I want ah, a trial of this. Nice self service trial experience available in Microsoft Purview. MC six seven six one two four, and I kind of gave it a purview uh, because <laughs> you know a lot of people when you think about Microsoft Purview, and I know you think about it every day, people out there. You're like, oh, I can't get it off my mind. It's like the whole... I wish I could get it. Yeah, it's the whole um, you know, uh, question now of do men always uh, think every day about the Roman Empire? I know um, everybody <laughs> thinks about Microsoft Purview um, every day. You're like, I, I really want to... I really want Purview. Well, beginning in mid-October, users are going to be able to sign up for it. Uh, they're going to be able to get a trial offering and start using it. Now, don't know all the details exactly what they're going to be able to do. So they're they're going to start a trial. Uh, great. Mm-hmm. And, of course, admins will then see that a user is on a trial and is We're, interested. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but what are they going to be able to do with that? You know, because when you think about Purview, we think about it from an organizational perspective. We think about Purview being this data governance and risk and compliance, which it is. So what are these users going to be able to do? I know a few things. I'm, this is more of a, I'm, I'm really asking the question, 
why allow users to do this? And Daryl, I'm pretty sure you, mm. you have a, a, a guess, but why are we allowing users to sign up? Now, of course, you can turn this off. As an admin, you, you most certainly could do that. You, you can actually, um, you're going to see those signals. They call them signals in this, but you're going to be able to see that people are signing up for them for the, the trial. Mm. Um, so w what is it that, um, why? Why allow people to in your organizations do this? Why is Microsoft allowing that? And what do you think, Daryl? What what is your hypothesis as to why they would be doing that? Hypothesis. Mm -hmm. Um Well, we have seen this pattern with another product. Um was it Power BI? It was Power BI. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea of serving up a license to show and create demand. But that was that was for you know, something around reporting and visualizing data and it sort of had more of a, a practical application. Uh, for this one, I don't know, maybe maybe it's they're doing this ahead of releasing something else. That's what, like when I see something like this and I go, well, I've got no reason to go and want to require purview unless this is the foundation for something else that will be announced or released that will make me want to go and go, I want that because that's going to help me improve the way that I work somehow. Right. That's all. That's all I got. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, it, I think it is a whole lot of, you know, it says it right there, for admins to identify users that would benefit from this. So it's a way for users to say, hey, I want this. So they'll go and sign up for a trial uh, so that mm -hmm. admins can see it. But rarely are admins, in, in my thinking through this rarely are admins the ones that are empowered to give it to you yeah right it, it yeah an admin's not gonna go oh you want this full perfect sure let, let me assign you a license or let me buy it for you that that's generally not how organizations work right it, it has to come through a a project or through an, an initiative to oh we're going to use pur purview and so we need to purchase licenses for our users and mm. we need to assign them. And, uh, and rightfully so purviews, this animal, I, a good animal, but it's a, it's, it's a thing. It's not, uh, I was having a conversation with a fellow MVP this past week at the conference, the four mention conference, um, who is like the foremost, um, compliance person in North America, uh, my opinion and a lot of other people's opinions, uh, Joanne Klein and we were having a conversation about purview and it's like this is not something you just turn on and you know walk away from you know it's not something you it is something you have to go through not and do a lot of work before you even start configuring things right mm. in your organization so where is all that you know a lot of work happening if people are just signing up for trials and willy-nilly using it um, now it's not the yeah. same if you're, I, I don't want to allude that someone signing up for purview is the same as, you know, creating and going through the process of creating labels and, and doing a lot of, you know, compliance kind of activities. I'm just saying it's, it, it, it should be a little bit more. It's a product that is not like power BI, like you mentioned, where power BI, you can start using it like that. You can connect to your own Excel workbooks. You can, you can start sharing and, and doing all that pretty easily. Um, mm. so anyway, a lot of talk about that. Number one, you can turn it off if you want to. 
Um, number two, you can actually terminate those uh, trial licenses at any time as an admin. Um, and three, you can convert them to paid licenses if you want. The user doesn't put in credit card information, so therefore it's not going to bill uh, at the time of the uh, end of the trial. So um, I agree, though, this is kind of one of those, hey, see, lots of people want it, so you need to buy it kind of thing. Um, signal mm. to the admin. So. But we're yet to see the story of why would people why? click in to say they want it. Right. Indeed. Mm. Well, uh, I hope you found value, people, because we are at the end of our episode number 303. And uh, we are really excited that you joined us and you made it this far. Congratulations. Thank you so much. If you made it this far, will you please go onto the socials, whether it's LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever social, and tag us at 365MCS and said, I made it. Just say that. I made it. <laughs> and we'd love to We're see gonna that. Give it it's an inside joke. For that. It's an inside joke, right? Or not a joke, but an inside thing for us to have. So just put, I made it, and tag us. And uh, we'll reply to you. We'd love to see that on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitters and Instagram and all those places. So we'd love to. Okay. 303. Next week, 304. Next week. Is that how it works? If we're not skipping next week. As long as there's something to talk about. Right. We've always got something to talk about. Thank you, you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.